things, this is Mark here. You're more than welcome back to the Clockwork Junkie podcast. It's episode 171. Um, as the thumbnail says, we're going to be discussing the living pain free. For that, I have a physiotherapist on. He is um, well known around the country of Ireland. Uh, one of the top physiotherapists, his name is Derek Stenson. He's from Midlands Physio and Back Pain Clinic. We're going to be discussing all the good stuff. We're going to be talking about um, obviously physio, muscular pain, emotional pain, stress on the body, uh, tensions on the body, preventative actions, and loads more. Um, I certainly learned a lot from our conversation and I hope you will too. I will leave Derek's links in the description of the video and you can go and check them out there if you enjoyed our conversation. Um, next Monday is the two year anniversary of the Clockwork Junkie podcast. I can't believe it myself. Um, great achievement, I suppose, but I, it's a great achievement for the people that listen as well because the podcast literally wouldn't be possible if you're not listening to the show. So if you haven't subscribed, please do so now, like and comment and all that good stuff for me. Um, I will be taking uh, doing kind of a Q&A um, on the two year podcast. It'll be a solo one. So if there's any questions about the podcast, get them in and I'll answer them uh, on that show. And any, I got some messages of support as well. If you want to send in some, feel free to do. You can DM me, send me a message, email me, clockworkjunkiepodcast at gmail.com. Um, thanks for all your support and your constant loyalty. It means the absolute world to me. Welcome to the Clockwork Junkie Podcast. Hi, Derek. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, Mark. Thanks for having me. Not too bad. How are you? Great, yeah. Great. We are for... Uh, this is obviously Monday. Happy Monday, everyone. It's Bank Holiday Monday. And we are recording this on a Saturday because we want to enjoy our weekend as well. So I hope you had a good Saturday and Sunday. Not too much. Um, I hope you didn't enjoy it too much. But uh, we hope you had a good time and you're um, resting up for the week ahead. Um, look, as I said in the intro there, um, Derek is a physiotherapist and we're going to be talking about all the good stuff, all the misconceptions and everything else. Um, I suppose, Derek, before we start, where exactly are you situated? Located? Situated in Moat. So the main street of Moat, just beside the Credit Union. Yeah. Uh, there's only one big street in Moat, really, and uh, we're easy <laughs> to find just at the top of town. Yeah. Are you there long? Here, uh, yeah. Like, I suppose where I started off was from the from the spare room in the house. And um, yeah. now we're in the, in the current premises coming up on three and a half Three and a half, almost four years. Yeah, well done. And you just started from the spare room in our house. That's um, old school business. Yeah, 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 yeah. Old school business begins. Yeah, How did yeah. you like? Is is it you at the premises at the moment, or is there more? Yeah, so I'm the main therapist now. That's that's due to change. So I've got the uh, receptionist, the admin, Olive, and uh, it's me as the main therapist. And we will be taking on someone else, another therapist, in in a couple of months. Well, look, congratulations from starting in the spare room in your house. That's um. A success story, if you ask me. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, just I suppose. Yeah, you do ask people that do different things. Why did they get into it? But why physiotherapy for you? Like, was was that what you thought at a young age? I wouldn't mind doing that. Or... Yeah, someone actually asked me this the other day because we were looking at the kids right across the road from the secondary school. So that the kids were were finishing up for for school the other day. But um, if I'd known this when I was leaving school, I would have gone straight into it because. Looking back, I always loved biology. I always loved the human body. I was big into sport at the time. So leaving school, um, my main thought was sport. How would I get into sport? Wasn't good enough. Used to play an awful lot of tennis, um, but wasn't good enough to make it professionally. Um, was going to go for sports science. Was going to go for PE teaching. Points were very high at the time. Didn't get it. 
physiotherapy never entered my head. Probably wouldn't have got the points, to be honest, as well. So tried engineering because engineering was the buzz at the time. And the career guidance counselor was going, yeah, engineering, electronic engineering. Went off, did that shirt. Wasn't my cup of tea at all. Ended up leaving. But not if you like biology and stuff like that, you're not going to like engineering. Yeah, it didn't make sense at all. Yeah, yeah. So after a couple of years, I went traveling for a wee bit. A couple of little odd jobs. Where did you travel to? I went over to the States for what was meant to be three months, turned into a year and a half. Oh, lovely. Yeah, one of those holidays. Was it just like traveling around kind of a Route 66 job or were you there like... No, in New York for a year. For a period of time. New York for a year. Yeah working over there went over to the west coast for three months and then we sort of did uh yeah like a, a tour the whole way through the through the states picking up odd jobs um getting into all sorts of all sorts of uh stories and crack and stuff but it was great it was great great life learning like a hobo traveling yeah. <laughs> working for your dinner all the time yeah yeah pretty much pretty much yeah and um yeah so came back from there and got back into tennis coaching so I trained to be a tennis coach because um, I was like, look, I love tennis. I, want to, I always wanted something got to do with tennis. And when I wasn't good enough to play it, um, I actually had coached a little bit, like unqualified before that, just with young kids. So trying to be a tennis coach, I worked at that for, well, ended up working at that for, for, for 10, 12 years. But a couple of years into that, then I was down teaching in Cork at the time. And a girl I was in the house we were living with, she went off to do, she, um, is an OT now, but she had to do a massage course as part of her training to be an OT. So um, she was doing an evening course and I was like, Jesus, you know what? I wouldn't mind doing that. Mm. So I went off, did, a, did an evening massage course, then ended up following that up with a diploma in sports injuries and was still teaching tennis at the time. Part um, I was able to do that in evenings while sort of studying the rest of the time and mm. um, worked at that for maybe one or two years with a couple of teams and stuff. and. Realized that it was good, but it, it wasn't. It didn't give me any diagnostic skills. So like those people coming into me with like tight shoulders or, or pains and stuff, and whatever I knew how to treat them, like sports massage and stuff, but didn't know how to diagnose them. Didn't know what was going on. Um. So there was definitely loads of skills lacking. So that's when I made the decision to go back to to college and do another uh, four years of uh, physio. Yeah, Jesus, there's a like. It's kind of a progression of like sports it's like even from an early age you were like it's always sports and movement and body and and, and yeah. things to do with it it's um it's interesting that you were able to um help people for a period of time but you couldn't diagnose and decided that you wanted to learn um like physiotherapy is like you know it's it's such a hard thing to learn to know because you're talking about nerve endings in the bodies and muscles and everything else like you know it's um yeah Four years is a long time. And you had done a thing prior for two years, you said. So you were nearly six years training just in terms of learning, never mind practically doing anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And then I sure didn't stop after that. Like when I left college, thought this was it. Like, you know, this is, this is, I'll be the bee's knees now. And I know everything <laughs> now. And uh, then look at you, go out into the real world. And it's, it's still not the same because people come into you like we were, we were chatting about this just beforehand people come into you with, with different different stories they've got you can have physical pains you can have mental pains emotional pains they all can manifest into actual pain in the body and and figured out sort of the textbook stuff that i had learned in college doing all the tests bringing them through rehab programs are, are doing the treatment that 
should have worked didn't actually work with the real person. So I think that's um, the most interesting part of physiotherapy for me. It's um like I think you have to be like a, a physiotherapist is one time, then you're part psychiatrist as well. It seems to be um yeah. Let's just touch on that what you said there. So like I actually wrote down a question here. I'm very professional. I I normally don't do it, but the question is is why do we need physio? And like offhand, I wrote down some of the things. It's like um you know like. 200 years ago, we wouldn't have been sitting down at a desk nine to five um, and pe- people say, oh, it's a great position to be sitting in. Is it like for eight or nine hours? Then what about stress and work stress or daily life? And then there's built up tension where like, you know, you could be sitting for a couple of hours a day, like white knuckling really, really tight and not realize. And then all of a sudden after maybe a week or perhaps even a month, I can't move my shoulder. I must have pulled it last night, but that's not necessarily true, is it? No, 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 no. And like the main, the main motivator or the main thing that that causes people to pick up the phone to ring us will be when they get to that point where they're actually really sore and they go, Jesus, I'm in an awful lot of pain. I can't sleep. Um, I can't concentrate on my work because this shoulder is killing me, and I have to keep moving it yeah. every five minutes. So it is the it's the pain that is the the thing that causes people to to pick up the phone but then um when they come in to me like it's going back you need to go back in time there's almost there, there is a lot of de- detective type of work yeah where you have to go back to figure out okay why why are why is this person a pain in the first place what's after happening and like it's not because like when you're sitting down at a desk you're in the same position for a while but there's there should be no real stress in the body there like we should be able to sit nice and relaxed but um obviously that doesn't happen yeah, like I suppose if if somebody is a athlete or they're, you know, even an amateur athlete and they're doing a long jump and they jump and they pull a hamstring, okay, well, he's after pulling his hamstring. But if, yeah. if, if me or Johnny from down the road comes in and says, for example, my lower back is absolutely killing me, what do you do for a living? Let's say I, I work in an office, I'm there 15 years. How long has it been sore? It's been sore the last maybe on and off for 18 months, but the last two months, as you said, it's been really, really bad. So I rang you to try to get some help yeah like it's not necessarily like i didn't know this until a couple of years ago but it's it's not necessarily that they, they pulled anything it's just a built-up tension um like i find that like a, a lot of my podcasts would be touching on mental health hmm. um and a lot of people who have suffered from mental health in the past as have i i find from talking to them that they nearly always need to see a physiotherapist but isn't that indicative of the kind of the constant stress and constant tension on the body yeah 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 um yeah well it's it's whatever causes a stress response in the body so you can have a physical stress so like exercise is is a physical stress that causes a stress in the body and you can overtrain as well um you have as you say the mental stress you have the emotional stress you've all these different things you're you're going to bed you have something on your mind you're you're you can't sleep properly like that's a stress in the body and Mm. your body tightens up it goes your body only has one stress response and it, it doesn't matter what sets it off. It still goes into that same stress response where you get cortisol going around your body. You get an increase in adrenaline, tighten up a little bit. The nerves are under a little bit of tension. And, and like, if you're going to sleep like that and um, like people wake, a lot of people come into me and they wake up going like my back is really stiff in the morning time. How are you going to bed? I was actually okay going to bed, but what's happening in, in that six, seven, eight hours sleep, like they're obviously not getting a restful sleep. So they're going to bed. Okay. But they're waking up feeling discomfort. So they're not getting that restful sleep because they're in a slight stress response. And it's, um, yeah, it's trying to figure out what, what is after causing that stress response. And as I said, it could be emotional, it could be physical, it could be mental. 
and a lot of the work I do with patients initially are not a lot like it's a it's a chunk of it can be just to get them to relax and to breathe properly because once you breathe more efficiently you can relax the body and you get more movement through the um the rib cage which is huge for anybody with back or neck pain as well so like like you know i'm 45 years of age and my back would have been sore from when i was about 20 and when my back was sore initially the and look this isn't anyone's fault it's just what people knew at the time i'll assume it was um they'd be saying like well don't move straight away put ice on it and heat on it but definitely don't move because if you move you would aggravate it i've been told that by a doctor um and then they would say stuff like you know uh make sure that um you you know mobility is out try to stay still try to elevate the leg try to this that and the other but i know now that that's nearly the opposite of of what i should have been doing Hmm. um and and it's it's can you talk about that is that when you have an like obviously if you have an injury you you don't go doing jumping jacks and that but it's how does um from don't move if you're injured to with the physio's help and direction to kind of start to be mobile constantly why is that now why wasn't that the case before do you know yeah, so the, especially with back pain, because back pain is the, the probably the biggest ailment that people complain of, and it's the biggest one that I see for sure. But the, the knowledge and the information about that has changed hugely over the last 20 years. And, and there is still some, like I do hear stories of people going to places for, for, for treatment for the back, and it still is very much sort of set back in the post noughties, I suppose, like the... Um, or the pre-naughties, like the 90s, the 80s, it's still that the, their knowledge hasn't changed. So as you say, what was the, the recommended route was keep still, keep your back straight, don't move, all that sort of stuff like that has changed because they just realized that it wasn't helping people. Um, it was actually making their back injury, like they were, the, the, the long-term outcome was worse. So when you... 100%. 100%. Yeah, and what was happening is that people were having minor little back injuries. Um, they were told not to move. They were stiffening up. They were very cautious of movements. And then that led to when they had to go and do something else, they hurt their back even further. They're told to go down and get an MRI. The MRI will show up a little bit of wear and tear or something because everybody has a little bit of wear and tear in the back anyways. It's like, it's basically just like wrinkles on the inside of your skin. Like it's a natural part of, of aging from the age of 20 plus. Um, and it just was leading down to a road of what was a small injury to the back turning into this long-term problem where people were, were suffering with back pain for ages. So that that an early stage, like if you can get good early management of a back problem, um, it can really have a huge impact on, on your life really, where you might just have a back issue for a couple of weeks and then it goes away um, to potentially having suffering with it for the rest of your life. Yeah, that, that, that's that's very very interesting. Like I I to add to that, like I was told by doctors like in like, Dublin and Galway and everywhere else that uh, oh you, like I've got MRI scans and done traction and done mm. the little uh, electric shocks on your back and all this kind of stuff never worked. Like at any stage, never worked. You know, make sure you do this. Make sure nothing ever worked whatsoever. But when I went yeah. to physiotherapy, I found out. And look, I've I've no problem saying this that like I was a lot of the problem myself. I wasn't helping myself either because, Mm. you know, obviously I was told in my life, if I'm sore, don't move, keep it, do this, that and the other. But like, you know, even when I could move, I probably wouldn't move, you know, or or if I did move and it was slightly sore, I'd stop immediately. Mm. I wouldn't be doing stuff. Now I I, I might go to the swimming pool. That's different. 
But when I went and got physio, I found that, and even to this day, that was a little while ago, even to this day, sometimes my back still gets sore. But what I do is I don't sit down and relax. I get up, I do the exercise I was shown, the way I was shown them, and as many of them as I can without snapping in two. And invariably, maybe that day, but in the next two days, my back is no longer sore. So, like, I think there should be more made of this. You know what I mean? Like, I think physiotherapy is such an underrated, like, it's, like, I'm, I'm, I was so sore for so long. Like, I'm back walking now. I'm back punching a punch bag. This is over, only in the last two years. But, yeah. like, doctors couldn't help me, like. But, yeah, yeah, a physiotherapist is able to sit me down and say, well, you're, you're sitting wrong. Exactly what you said, by the way, as well. You're not breathing correctly when you're getting off the ground. And loads of other stuff that you know a thousand things better than I do. But yeah. once you start doing those, now, look, I forget to do those things. And I go around for a couple of days and it starts getting sore again. And I say, okay, nip this in the bud straight away. What do I know works? And then yeah. I start doing the stuff that I was told and it works. Do you feel that physiotherapy is underrated as a profession or do you think that it gets the credit that it, that it deserves? I certainly do. Yeah. And others do as well, by the way. Yeah. 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 It's a good question. It's a good question. Um, there definitely is a, a misconception. Like some people don't understand what it is really. And mm. um, some people think it's just, I suppose there's maybe two trains of thought. People think they go to physio and they're going to get really sort of deep, heavy tissue massage and, and they're going to get the area almost rubbed out. So you get, you get. That's exactly what I thought. Yeah. yeah and that and, didn't happen uh, once. <laughs> that's a, yeah. That can be an old school train of thought. Like I get, I get some people that yeah. men maybe in their 50s, 60s that just ring up looking for a rub out and, and going like, well, what's wrong? Like, you know. And like I, 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 walked, I was that guy, although I'm not in my 50s <laughs> and 60s now. Settled there for a minute. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm a gentleman's 45, but just I suppose, <laughs> but just like I actually asked you that question. I've written a question down. So, like, the, the, the question is it's a three prong question. Take as long as you want to answer it. What is physio? What is it not? And what's the misconceptions of it? Yeah. Um, That's a long question, I know, but take your time. I actually looked it up because I, 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 I um, envisage you might ask that question. So I looked up the definition of physiotherapy and it wasn't great, to be honest. It's using, uh, <laughs> okay. it's using exercise. You've done and... more research than I have. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's using exercise and movements to help improve someone's mobility. Um, and that's, that's basically what the, the, the definition, according to, to Google, was. Um, but, I mean, what I see it, I suppose, like a lot of people who come to me are going to be in pain. They're, they're not able to do something and it's having an impact on their life in some way. Uh, and if it wasn't, then they, don't, they wouldn't really get in touch with me. And, and some people don't actually realize how much of an impact it's having on their life um, until you actually go through the things and go, okay, like what, what, what movements is it catching you during the day? What are you not able to do? Ideally, if you didn't have this pain, what would you like to do more of? And people's um people's circle of activity actually gets smaller without them almost realizing it so yeah, you have sure. a back problem they find that they can't garden as much maybe or, or they find that they can't go out on the bike and they sort of forget those things that they used to do um so once your circle of activity gets smaller it, it keeps on reducing and reducing and reducing you forget the things that you used to be able to do so yeah. but then of course um, that results in your mobility being less than it once was so yeah. you're actually not moving and it's a it's, it's a vicious circle definitely yeah yeah, um, yeah something that i did research before i come on that was something that i didn't know which is very very interesting and the minute i read it i said sure this seems so obvious now but um people who have no injuries who haven't got tension who aren't sore in any way possible or 
that aren't sore whatsoever still go to physiotherapy and it's a preventative action yeah yeah yeah. that's yeah. can you talk about that that's um like now that i've read it i said oh yeah that's that that's a really really good idea but it never crossed my mind in 45 years prior to that you know yeah, it's just not yeah. athletes now this is just normal people people in business people doing stuff i can't be out of work because i run this business mm. ergo i need to be fit yeah 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 you know, to go at you without an injury does does that happen it does um, and for with a lot of those people there are people who have had a bad experience before and they realized once they get out of that to go do you know what i, I do not want to go back there because that really had an impact on my life there's very few people that will foresee that without having a pain or an injury or, or maybe they've had a family member who they've seen struggle for a long time and they go do you know what? i'm not ending up like that so sometimes we will get people who go yeah my mother or my father i saw them struggle with back pain for ages i do not want to go down that way so so they will come in but it's it's you it's probably you do get some people like that but to be honest it's normally they will have a little bit of a history and they will have struggles yeah. with some well, you know like when someone comes into you and like i'm like this could be wrong now and i'm wrong tell me but like they're coming into you with two problems probably one is that they're injured in some way or they're sore in some way mm-hmm. and then the second problem is is that they're a bit down over a bit um frustrated i suppose is the word you could use um yeah, yeah. angry or maybe just in despair if you could because i know that when i went to physio i was in despair i was saying like i'm going here because i'm going here i know that this can't be fixed but i'm going here anyways because it's it's i just need to be doing something yeah. i found out that my attitude towards it was incorrect from day one that um that even if i was sore i could move in certain ways but how how do you deal with um like it must be like i won't imagine that it was me like i'd find that the hardest part of dealing with people's kind of despair when they come in and you know like you're trying to tell them to look you're going to have to be mobile and obviously it's case by case i'm not saying it but like you're going to have to be mobile here's some exercises for you and in the back of their mind they're thinking well derek's telling me this but it's sore when i bend down and you're saying well it's okay to be sore to a certain level and then eventually you get you know like how do you deal with the uh, psychological part of it i suppose yeah it can be tough and like in my clinic i see a lot of people who have i suppose failed traditional approaches um picked up a bit of a reputation for seeing people who have who've gone to other types of treatments before maybe tried medication tried surgery tried injections or other other treatments and that just hasn't worked so to come to to come to me looking for help and they can be at the the bottom of the hill i suppose when they come to me um so you you really have to listen to them first you have to understand their story like what is their life like um what what are they doing from when they wake up in the morning and through the course of the day like what is it that's setting off their pain because Pain is there for a reason, like your body just doesn't give you pain for no reason. There's always a reason behind it. And it's trying to understand that. And a, a big part is previous injuries. Have they had previous injuries? A lot of time I ask people, have you had a previous injury? They're like, no, 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 no. And then you literally have to go down through the body and go, ever sprained your ankle? Ever hurt your foot? Ever stubbed your toe? Uh, some of them aren't related, but you'll find out when you go through the body like that, they're like, oh yeah, do you know what? I actually was on a night out. And I fell over. I forgot all about that. So I was on crutches for two weeks. And like all these things have another adaptation on your body. Your body is constantly evolving. And I think you mentioned it earlier where if, you, if you're back at sore, you have exercises that you go to that helps. And that can be really good if you have that. But 
the thing is that your back pain now may not be the same as the back pain that you had 20 years ago as well because you have changed all over that 20 years what you do now is a hell of a lot different to what you did 20 years ago so yeah yeah it's it's really you can say that again yeah 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 <laughs> so it's 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 understanding or trying to understand why your body is adapted or what what it's what it's adapted to because you, like your brain its main priority is to keep you safe and to protect you so it's going to do whatever it needs to do to to keep you safe basically yeah. and pain is one of those mechanisms if it feels that there's some threat to your body it's going to give you pain or it's going to tighten up or restrict your movements in order to protect you and a lot of the time that can be good but a lot of the time it's unnecessary as well it's not it's not good mm. well that was actually that's my my next question was exactly that you must be a mind reader as well as everything else it was um like i came to the conclusion that um that it was a good thing that I was in pain because it was my body way of telling me that I'm doing stuff wrong mm. regularly Yeah, for it to be in pain constantly. And when I looked at that um, I as an issue or as a topic, I did find I was doing things wrong. And I just started to eliminate stuff here and there. Keep in mind that like four years ago for the two years prior to that, like I was immobile with my back and now I'm not at all whatsoever. I'm out doing seven and eight K walks and everything. Not very fast, mind you, but I'm still doing it nonetheless. Yeah, um, but I always looked at it as obviously it's a pain. I'd sooner have no, um, no soreness or tension anywhere, but I said, look, there's obviously reasons for this. And it's actually helped me improve myself day to day as well, even for the way that I'm sitting. And even now in this chair here, there's a certain way of prim and proper that you're supposed to sit, but I sit in a certain way that I know is ridiculously comfortable and relaxing for me. Whereas I wasn't doing that prior. Yeah. You no. Know? It wasn't yeah. like it was a certain way that you had to say because my back is sore. And as you actually mentioned earlier, it, it made it worse. Yeah. It, it, yeah. it made it worse. But something I want to touch on that, and it might be a bit of a, uh, what's the word, bit of a touchy topic was uh, medication. Hmm. Now, <clears throat> again, Derek, if I'm wrong, tell me. The, for the most part, and I'm not telling anyone to go off medication at all whatsoever, but for the most part, as far as I can tell, the medication um, just tries to taper off the pain that you're in. It does absolutely nothing whatsoever to fix the, the problem itself. So it's kind of trying to cure the symptoms rather than going to the root cause. Yeah. Um, so that means that you will constantly be on tablets every time you're sore, which is the wrong thing to do. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, again, look, it depends on the person's story as well and, and, and what they have to deal with. But... Look, I've, I've not in uh, long-term medication. It's not ideal for sure. And uh, the, the negative effects it can have in the body will outweigh the positive effects. Um, but initially, if, if you are in a lot of pain and, and if you need to get through a day's work or if you need to go on a long drive down to Cork or something and you have to be able to sit in that car for three hours oh. um, and if the pain relief, if the medication does help take that pain down a notch, then look at go for it. Like it, 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 it can be a case where look at it, there's this inflammation in the body and it does help to take that inflammation down but the problem is is that your body will get used to that so if you keep on taking the same medication well, eight months have passed and you're still on relaxers every yeah, day maybe yeah. they're not uh, they're taking the pain away but they're not fixing it they're not yeah. causing the root problem I found it's it. going to it's not going to become that sort of novel stimulus and it's the same actually if you went for someone for massage if you went to someone for massage for for eight months in a row and did the same thing same thing the same thing every week um your body's going to get used to that and it's going to lose that effect. And that's sort of similar to, to medication. 
you need to give it a, a, a new sort of stimulus and you need to be you need to sort of be, be progress, progressing it all the time mm. um and that's what i try to do with, with with patients who come into me like the reason for the exercises i give are to get them to a certain stage once they can do that then those exercises are too easy for them they don't really need them anymore so they need to get to the next level yes and so you need to be able to constantly sort of be challenging the body and, and progressing it on a little bit more or it won't adapt it'll just stay the same and it's it's like training as well if you go to the gym if you do the same thing all the time you're going to get a little bit fitter but then it's actually going to it's going to level off so you need to up it and you need to do a different type of training to get to that next level as well yeah yeah that makes an awful lot of sense it's um it's it's a i won't keep you too much longer but um i suppose a question that uh, i'd be strangled if i didn't ask you was the following so just a general me anybody just joe blogs in the street so what are things that we could be doing just in general to um maybe not be in as much pain or as much tension from your experience what's the things that i suppose we we probably could or should or shouldn't be doing just in day-to-day life in in general yeah yeah yeah. great question um so a big thing I think is having a way just to, to chill out or having a, a, a way for yourself to, to switch off mentally and it's finding something that you enjoy doing. So whether that's exercise, that's why so many people get benefits from the exercise because you get that endorphin rush, you get your, your mind gets distracted from everything else. Um, if you're not able to exercise then, and if you don't like exercising, like some people just don't like sport, don't like exercise, which is absolutely grand uh that could be just sitting out by the side of the river in the sunshine just relaxing breathing looking at the birds um a little bit of sort of almost is, is that sorry for the, like is that to rather than like like so you didn't start off with well, do do these loads of stretches you start off with relaxing the mind so is that to relax like that, that that's so interesting like it just goes to show like 20 years ago that would never have been said to me whereas everyone knows now that that's the right thing to do but is that um like is is it that a, a, a mind at rest and relaxed would result in a re- rested and relaxed body? Is 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 that the methodology behind it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, like the brain controls everything, so that yeah. the, the 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 nerves, everything is being relayed back to your brain, and and that has to make the decision over what outcome to to give out. So there's all these inputs, all the nerves, all the sensations are are giving feedback from the body, going up to the brain. The brain decides, okay do I need to actually pay attention to them or do I need to give a little warning sign such as a little bit of pain, a little bit of discomfort, a little bit of tightness, something like that. So if you can keep a nice relaxed mind, I think that that is a huge thing. Um, and everybody who comes into me will be a little bit stressed in some way. Like there's nobody that comes into me fully relaxed going, yeah, I'm, I'm in, I'm in difficulty. But, uh, I'm absolutely grand. You know, so yeah. So just having that that little bit of being able to to relax um, the mind will help to relax the body in some way. So that would be probably one of the things I would say. Movements, um, of course, has has really good benefits to that. Again, because you're bringing the body through a good range of motion, but also because it has the effect on the mind as well. So yeah. I find uh, walking is very good for that. Yeah. Like it doesn't yeah. have to be far, like I mean, five, six K just at a stroll i i find it fantastic to relax the mind and yeah, yeah. if my back is stiff before i go it's not stiff when i come back most of the time yeah yeah which is the opposite of what i've been told 20 years ago you know yeah i've actually and helped I, myself by moving for 45 minutes yeah 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 yeah. 
you know your um your I videos on, I, I'm going to leave the Derek's link um to his Facebook page in the description um you can go and book them there you can have a look there's there's so many videos of actually clips of different exercises it's very very informative and well done by the way it's actually a very very good page there's no it's not um trying to promote yourself it's actually genuinely trying to help people which is the reason that i asked john in the first place hmm. um and you are very well known around the area and you're very very popular and when people you're kind of like you're the last hope for people, but I don't know why you're not the first hope. You know what I mean? <laughs> like if 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 you know this works, why don't you just go there in the first place? Now I have a cheek saying that because I've done it myself, you know. But if I sprain my ankle in the morning now, I wouldn't try to do anything else. Physiotherapy straight away, because I know that it works and I know that it's not like I thought it was 20 years ago, you know. But um Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh look, thanks for coming on. It's much appreciated. Um and as I said, your link are in the description and you can book him and contact him and if he's free, he'll take you in and you met him there now. He's an absolute gentleman. So look, all the best. Chat to you later. Super. Thanks, Mark. Thank Bye -bye. you. Bye-bye.